Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News and Naturopathic Earth Radio. I hope you're doing well today. As we enter the mid-December slump, as I mentioned in past episodes, you have to be careful in January because this is the time where we eat too much, drink too much, and can get into mid-winter depression. So please, biohack your health fast. Limit your sugar, limit your alcohol, certainly limit your drugs, exercise, get sunlight, and don't fall into the January blues. Today we're going to talk about recent studies about cancer, the issue with cancer in America. As There's been a new study, and so we wanted to glean over this. And there's good news and bad news, so we're going to be gleaning from medical news today. American Cancer Society released its Cancer Statistics 2024 report detailing the latest cancer facts and trends. While the report showed that overall cancer deaths have continued to decline in the United States, some specific cancers, mainly colorectal, have been seeing an increase in cancer deaths. New data shows that colorectal, also known as colon cancer, is now the leading cause of cancer death in men under the age of 50 and second in women under 50 in the United States. Now, this is specific to the United States. Why is colon cancer increased? Now, I'm going to give some takes at the end of this, but let's go through the official ones. According to Blah Blah, Senior Scientific Director of Surveillance Research at the American Cancer Society and lead author of this report, the success of tobacco control and a steep death in drops from lung cancer is a big part of why colorectal cancer deaths have increased in both men and women under the age of 50. Quote, But it's also because of increasing colorectal cancer incidents in people born after the 1950s for reasons that are currently under investigation by many researchers, but may include increased obesity, changes in diet or the gut microbiome, including highly processed food consumption, a more sedentary lifestyle, overuse of antibiotics, and even gut exposure to microplastics, says the lead author to Medical News Today. She continues, lead author. The rise in colorectal cancer in people under 50 is the same in men and women, strongly suggesting the cause is not hormonal or endogenous, but due to environmental, external environmental or behavioral changes. Yes, I would agree to that, and we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, another scientist said, quote, Inflammation has been shown to result in an increase in cardiovascular disease as well as cancer. The concern is that a lot of this starts at a very young age and that education needs to start really at preschool in terms of what kids are eating and the importance of not living a sedentary lifestyle. Another scientist who's quoting about this study, who was not involved in it, but was quoting on it, said that potential factors that may be involved in the increase in colon cancer deaths might be, quote, poor compliance to preventative health screening examinations, poor health insurance coverage, lack of familiarity with family history, and so forth. So what do we know about colorectal cancer? It's it's the cancer. So the rectum is essentially the equivalent of the bladder, but for the digestive system. So the, the rectum is the final part of the digestive system. It's essentially where your poop hangs out until you defecate. It's kind of like what the bladder is uh, for the urinary system. The colon is the main part of the large intestine. So the colon has three parts, the cecum, which is this the, the part where the small intestine is attached to it. And then you have the colon, which is the majority of it. There's the ascending colon that's kind of cool because it goes against gravity, transcending colon, descending colon, and then the sigmoid colon. 
and then that ends with the rectum, which is the last part of the large intestines. So the colon is mostly known for two things. It, it makes feces out of undigested food matter that isn't absorbed by the small intestines because most of the absorption in, in our body occurs in the small intestines. And also it's a place where it reabsorbs water. So it reabsorbs water that the body needs before uh, the, the food leaves. That's why when you have a gastrointestinal problem like diarrhea, you have a lot of water coming out. A lot of water isn't supposed to be coming out. Uh, it's supposed to stay in the body. So those are the two most important things that the, kind of the, the colon does. So what are some symptoms of colon cancer? The most famous one is going to be hematochesia, which is bloody stool. And this is why I know it's kind of gross to think about it, but we should be looking at our stool every day. Hopefully you're having a bowel movement every more than once a day. Uh, the people in the West, we have the slowest peristaltic rate in the world. Peristalsis is the, is the movement of smooth muscle through the body, really from the esophagus down to the rectum, of just pushing food down the conveyor belt to uh, get out of your body, to get absorbed and get out of your body. So in much of the world, they poop more than once a day because, again, they're, what's what's the big difference in their diet? If it ain't, if it ain't if God didn't make it, don't eat it. So... Yes, it's gotten worse. Recently, not that long ago, I went to, I guess you could say, a country that is not Western, but is not like Sub-Saharan Africa. And you look at their diet, it is mostly going to be non-processed food. But even Western, highly uh, processed food is making its way uh, to these places. But since the American diet is largely, if, especially if you take away the stratum of maybe well-educated people who are doing carnivore or keto or paleo or whatever it is. The typical American has the standard American diet, which not surprisingly, the acronym for that is SAD, the SAD diet. And the SAD diet is a lot of food from the middle aisles of the grocery store. These fake, highly processed foods that are mostly made from flour and they're gonna have some sort of oil in it that is genetically modified like canola oil or soybean oil. It's going to have food dyes, it's going to have preservatives, and a lot of fake sugar, typically in the form of corn, some corn-based sugar. So these foods have high calories and low nutrition. So you look at cereals and chips and Pop-Tarts and brownies and cookies, and, and all these things are fake. If God didn't make it, don't eat it. Right? That's one of the mottos of my website, Naturopathic Earth. So we, because of that diet, that diet, aside from making us only have maybe one to two bowel movements a day, it's leading to a rise of, of health problems, obesity, high cholesterol, and all these things we call the metabolic syndrome, which then puts us on drugs at an early age. Because here in America, we think, well, the only way to treat diseases is drugs. Because as we talked about way back in 2018, there's an episode there how big pharmaceutical companies are the number one donor to medical schools. And so, of course, that imparts on them the power to create the curriculum or to at least influence the med schools into having a curriculum that is largely pharmacologically based. So you treat stuff with drugs and not as much on clinical nutrition or botanical science like herbs and so forth. And so all this is complete conflict of interest. So others, going back to colon cancer, how do you know you have it? Well, a lot of diarrhea, bloody stool, a lot of cramping, uh, Unexplained weight loss, uh, that can be a sign of it. And uh, normally it starts with polyps, which are like little interior blisters that that develop on your colon. And so this is what colonoscopies are done. So they'll go in, and you can watch these videos on YouTube. They're really cool. They'll go in a colonoscopy, and if they see a polyp, see polyps can develop into malignant tumors. A polyp in itself is not necessarily a problematic, but it can lead to a cancerous tumor. So what they'll go is if they identify on a colonoscopy, they're looking at this, they have the little colonoscope going up your you-know-what, 
and then the, the doctor's looking at it on a little TV screen. And if he sees a polyp, he or she sees a polyp, they're going to put this electric lasso, for lack of a better word, around the polyp, and then they incinerate it with electrical bursts, like a heat energy burst. And it's just amazing. You should definitely watch these things. And so we should be having colonoscopies. At a, at, they say officially from 45 to 75. Uh, but then there's studies that say that, that colonoscopies can be problematic as well and that you should avoid them. It's kind of like the controversy with mammograms. This idea that we need to be, women have to have mammograms at a very young age. But remember, you're increasing your chances of getting breast cancer by radiating the breast. So the, the, it, it's, it's this contradictory thing like we're trying to detect breast cancer, but you're increasing your chances of getting breast cancer by radiating the breast. So if you look at thermal screenings and there's tons of studies again you can look this up how self-examination of your breasts uh, is just as effective as a mammogram if you do it the right way and how doing thermal scans so using heat and not using radiation is another effective tool but Sujin G. Komen we have an episode on Sujin G. Komen back in 2018 how they're a gigantic scam and their money profit making scam machine they don't want you to know these things they want you to think because they're they're in cahoots with a big medical device that makes these mammograms, they don't want you to know that, right? They don't want you to know that. And they also cover up a lot of the things that do, do cause breast cancer that are well-known in the naturopathic world that there might be a link to that is controversial that based on politics can't be brought up. So, so such as what? Birth control pills, abortion, plastics, these things that they don't want people to talk about, electromagnetic radiation. Either way, so... What can we do to limit colorectal cancer? So the good thing is like lung cancer is going down and that could be because of, quote, tobacco control, as they call it. Even though, let me tell you, you go to Sub-Saharan Africa, you go to the Middle East, you go to the Near East, you go to China, you go to, I mean, they're smoking up a storm. So I think uh, American tobacco companies like Philip Morris, uh, they're like, yeah, we, you know, you're smoking less in America, but overall we're still very profitable because of all the other people in the other countries that are still lightening up. So because of the, and this study is only Americans, because Americans are smoking less, that means other cancers are going down. That's great, but that means that now colorectal cancer is the highest one. So as she talked about it, um, processed food. We know that processed food's bad for us because it's shot up with tons of preservatives like sodium nitrate, sodium nitrate. So if you look at what are processed foods, you look at processed meats. So Time Magazine came out like three years ago, four years ago now, is meat killing you? And it's a very nuanced thing because meat in itself, especially if it's clean meat, so like, like grass-fed cows or free-roam chickens, Meat in itself is not problematic, but the majority of, of meat that people eat is processed meat. So what is that? Deli meat, Subway, think of Subway. And we have an episode way back in 2017 how Subway was caught spraying their bread with the same chemical that's found in yoga mats. So you can look up that episode. Processed meats would be that. You look at like Vienna sausages, uh, deviled meats. It's a type of processed meat. You can find processed chicken, so it's not going to come from uh, actual chicken breast. You look at hot dogs, of course, are very processed because the processed chicken, processed fish, processed meat like hot dogs are just the scrape leftover parts of the animal, and then they shoot it up with chemicals to give it, you know, mimic a meat-looking thing. So the problem is that, again, a lot of people are just eating crap meat like Lunchables and other things. The microbiome they talk about. Look, the microbiome now is getting so much news. When I started this podcast way back in 2017, that was the first episode I did was the importance of prebiotics, probiotics. And it's great to see that because back then, like 
like allopathic doctors, the, the, the doctors of medical schools, would just laugh at the microbiome. And now you see it actually like reputable allopathic doctors are talking about, yes, gut health is important. Yes, it's con directly connected to our immune system and to our production of serotonin. So there's a link between the gut-brain access. There's a link between our mental health and our gut health. And as this article mentioned, the use of antibiotics can be increasing the chances of colorectal cancer because a, a, a micro, a, I'm sorry, an antibiotic is essentially an atomic bomb to our gut health. And depending on the study you look at, it says that it could be two years before your gut microbiome rebuilds after you take an antibiotic because the antibiotic may kill the pathogenic bacteria that's causing your ear infection, sinus infection, whatever, but it's also killing your good your good guts, your good microbiome that's down there. And 90% of the cells in us and on us are not human. So there's a humongous symbiotic relationship between our gut health and our overall health. So as I talked about in those previous episodes, prebiotic, probiotic stuff. So probiotic, like for example, I'm drinking Chinese dark tea, a puer. Puer is a fermented tea. So therefore there's uh, microorganisms in it. Mostly it's uh, fungus. But you look at Greek yogurt, you look at kimchi, you look at uh, miso soup, you look at kefir, uh, you look at these foods that are, are that have live bacteria in it. Yes, we need to be eating these. But more importantly, we need to be eating prebiotic foods. These are the foods that naturally grow our probiotic bacteria. And these are much cheaper and easier to eat. So some famous prebiotics would be unripened bananas, leeks, asparagus. Um, and, and, but in general, just a lot of fruits and vegetables uh, are good prebiotic sources. So the, that part's important. The thing that I think is not being really mentioned because we don't want to talk about this is sodomy. So I know this is not the best thing, but the studies are very clear. Anal sex increases your chances of colorectal cancer. And this is one of the reasons, one of the reasons. No, I wouldn't say it's the main reason. It's one of the reasons why gay men and gay men have a, a shorter life expectancy. Depending on the study, it could be anywhere from 15 years to 30 years, depending on which study it is. And if you think these studies are done by some rabid, super conservative, anti-gay people, no. I mean, these are studies you can find that were done by gay scientists. But it does shorten the life expectancy. And one of the reasons is because colorectal cancer increases your chances of not just getting STDs, because you're putting something in something that's not meant to be there. But it just increases your chances of a variety of diseases. And we know that STDs can be linked to certain cancers. You think most famously with HPV being linked to uh, to cervical cancer, but I, I think it, it's it's not being stated enough, and it wasn't mentioned in this study per se, but anal sex is not good for our health. It's not good for our health. And as much as maybe people enjoy it, just understand that it's not good for our health. So in closing, colorectal cancer, what can we do to fight it? Well, of course, uh, prevention is cheaper than diagnosis, so uh, I should say cheaper than treatment of a disease. So yes, eat well. I would not tell you to, to become a vegan. Meat is not bad for you, but processed red meats are bad. So I would tell you limit or eliminate completely processed meats, whether they be processed chicken or processed beef like hot dogs. Eliminate those. Uh, and then, of course, look at your feces. And then all the things that lower your chances of getting all cancers. Remember, like alcohol is a class one carcinogen, and so is smoking tobacco, and so is a high sugar diet. These three things will increase your chances of all cancers. So smoking, we think of, oh, well, smoking is linked to lung cancer. No, my friends, smoking is linked to all cancers. Drinking alcohol is linked to 
all cancers. So one of the ways you can reduce your chance of getting cancer in general is don't be smoking and don't be drinking alcohol and have a well-balanced diet that's not high in processed sugar. Guys, there's two links in the, the episode notes. One's for PayPal, make a donation because I don't make any money off of this. The other one is to the website Naturopathic Earth, which has hundreds of articles and recipes, many of which are very full of, I should say, very full, bad English, are full of recipes that don't have processed feed and, and, and food dyes and all these things that are just wrecking our diet. So go check that out. And please, if you haven't done so already, write a review because uh, it helps with the algorithm of this channel. Until next time, take care, God bless. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes and Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time.